You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Evil Barry Kirby and Paul Ryan Alcock on 7FM. 7FM. Good morning. Hello. How are we all doing? Hey. I feel strange sat here. Yeah, somebody's strange presence in the room. Hey. He's back. Hello. Oh, we've missed you. That's not what we said last week when he wasn't here. No, we have. We said it was better without him, didn't we? (laughs) Did we say that? I think so. I think, oh, only seven or eight times. I was (laughs) having a few emails that I heard that he was better better without me, which I was a bit depressed about. No. No, not true. The Bazatron is backatron. He's back. He's back. It feels like forever. I know. I know, it does. What have you been doing? What was it? Two weeks ago, went up, went up north to oh. a sportsman's dinner, yeah. um, which was really good. To what? I can't hear very well. Is it just loud in my ears, that backing track, or is it loud yeah, on it? It is quite loud, actually. Oh, check you with your technical. I, like I know. That. I've, been paying, I've been paying attention. I've been paying to do it, but yeah, go on. Well, no. Um, <laughs> I just I know how to criticise it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I am good changing. Man. That's uh, good. good man. But, um, yeah, we went to a sportsman's dinner up in Carlisle, oh, which, right. was, um, which was which was good. Right, I like, yeah. And then last week went to Birmingham to the Big Bang Fair. Oh, it's moist. Um, there was a lot. We stayed at a B and B over there, and there was a lot of that. Was it B and B? Well, Big and Bang. Big and Bang. You know, it's a bed breakfast. We went to a Big Bang mm. Fair. Yes. I oh, B and B. Oh, I'm oh, on fire this morning, aren't I? <laughs> um, I wish you were. <laughs> so we went up to this fair on the Friday, and it was just full of school kids. And um, sort of walked in. You know, when you just walk in somewhere, you want to walk straight back out again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, um, yeah. But went to that went that Friday and Saturday, and that was fantastic. It looked quite good. I saw you put some pictures up. Yeah, no, it was it it was excellent, and well done to all the companies who got involved. I think they yeah. it's the sort of thing that I think they don't actually have to spend any money on. It is all just part of their uh, promo stroke uh, charity budget. Yeah, um, yeah, but they put some real effort in. Um, I, I didn't even know it was on. And then someone told me the day before, and I, yeah. by that point, it was a bit late, really. And it was, it was free as well. I know, it was amazing. Which was fantastic. How much did it cost? Absolutely nothing. Oh, really? Um, all you have to do is register, so they, they, know, they know the numbers. Um, but it was, it was really, really good. Fantastic. Brilliant. Yes, Brilliant. Busy couple of weekends. Excellent. Yeah. You've been doing lots of work. You've got your internet connection sorted. Yeah. It's only taken them six weeks. Well done, Open Reach. That, that must be a record. <laughs> it's got to be. Um, you haven't been listening to the show, though, have you? Not, no, not this week, no. Because uh, no, I'm still talking week? to you. No, because I, I was... Have uh, you listened again is what I'm trying to get at? No. No. Why? Well, because didn't we decide that um, if when Baz is not on the show, he didn't listen, then bother to listen again. It's only when he's on it, he listens to himself. I don't, I don't, I don't listen, I don't listen again Hang on, you might anyway. have said that. I don't remember saying it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll have to listen again and find out, Baz. Oh, okay. True story. I can't remember what we talked about last week. No, I can't. No, I can't. It seemed ages ago. It does. It was the length of it. Yeah. Do you know, I woke up at four o'clock this morning. Ow. Thinking of work. That's not good when you do uh, that. I woke uh, up at six. And then I got up at half five. Oh, and I did word. some more prep. Created some new jingles for us. Oh, you cool. did all these this morning? Yes. Wow. I did all the news prep and stuff. My word. And the Hake podcast thing we got on this <laughs> thing. <laughs> I never, never thought I'd heard you say that. <laughs> yeah. The Hake podcast. Yeah. They is that a podcast by a Hake? It is. It's a fishy thing. But apparently it's a very nice tasting fish. Right. And that's what it's all about. We'll find right. out about it. We will. And then we're going to um, we're gonna have a chat with Reed Hastings, or is it Red Hastings? I think it's Reed. <laughs> R-E-I-D. R-E-E-E-A-D. Uh, it's American. Yeah. It's make-up names, don't they? Yeah. Aluminum and stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah, so we're going to be chatting with him. He's the CEO of Netflix. Cool. cool. Yeah, do we get free Netflix for a bit? We do, think, yeah. We've got done free that. Netflix. 
I've got free, lots of Netflix freeness from him. <laughs> from him. Good. Yes. Yeah, we're going to talk to him, and we've got loads of news coming up. Um, well, we've got absolutely loads of news, haven't we, actually? We're going to talk we about have. lots of stuff like Tesco's and their uh, their beef faux pas. And was it chicken? Is that a type it, of... It was beef, <laughs> yeah. No, I think it was definitely a cow. It was the wrong type of cow, but it was definitely a cow. MT Gox finds 200,000 missing bitcoins. We'll talk about that. Chromecast is a TV game changer, apparently. And why did Kate Bush never tour after 1979? Mm. I used to have a thing about Kate Bush. We talked about this last week. Yeah, we did. You have, now, a, thing, you have a thing for anything basically female. Yeah, so. that's not it's true, a... Barry, actually, but mainly it is true. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I, I do have these slides. Sure with the exception. I'm not sure if the correct word is obsessions. Yeah, that is the right word. And my latest one is with Shakira. Yeah, that's why we have a back-to-back. That's why we're having a back-to-back. <laughs> Are you hoping that I'll lead to a front-to-front with them? <laughs> <laughs> or front-to-back. I don't know. How does that oh, work? steady, steady. On, I don't, I don't steady. know. There goes that line. I'm disappearing into the distance. Steady. <laughs> I'm thinking of project planning. Oh, it's front, front oh. Fine, f- finish to start, isn't it? Right. Yes. <laughs> FS. And that hole. Yeah, yeah, it's getting deeper. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's funny, actually, because I've been listening to a lot of Spanish. I'm learning Spanish. Yeah, well, so... Why? Because I want to. Well, because I spend a lot of time in London at the moment. There's quite a lot of Spanish people there. Okay. Who speak Spanish <laughs> and other languages similar to Spanish, like Welsh. <laughs> that are available. <laughs> and Scottish. Uh, but now, and I just thought, because one of the guys I buy coffee off every day, he is Spanish. Right. So I said to him, can I practice my Spanish on you? And he said, si. And then he said something in Spanish really fast, and I went, yeah. Nah, that's gone over me, mate. <laughs> it happens went. to me all the time. You, they, you say a couple of words and then they think, oh, native speaker, blah, 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 blah and you just, <laughs> sorry, mate. Yeah, you just say. If my brother's listening today, yes. brother, well, I know it's South American Spanish, which is slightly different. We'll get him to phone in, he can test you, give you a live on air Spanish oh, lesson. Oh, okay, that'd be good. I think we should start off with a tune anyway. Why not? And this one is a very old tune. Uh, I don't know if they were classed as a, a punk band or not. Is there another spider coming down here? There's a little one there, look, just oh, dropping not, down. Is that the same one? No, that's baby one, that is. Oh, it's our baby since was, last week. There was a big thing just dropped down here, uh, up there, and Paul flicked it, and it fell onto the desk, and yeah. I just thought, oh, here we go, it's going to get into the blooming faders and lay yeah. spider eggs. I, I, I'd have been gone. Not oh, only, you were spider? No, anti- oh, I don't, don't do spiders. You really? can't be worse than me. This was tiny, it wasn't too big. It was, I mean, I have a real phobia, but this was even, I, well, I only poked it with a screwdriver. Yeah. He's <laughs> so six foot long screwdriver. But the funny but thing was, it got into Fader 3, it's changed the playlist and everything now. I know, yeah. Yes. yeah. So, so this, this is, this is, song. Is, it, is it still in Fader 3? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is one that is lined up. This is a band called Magazine from 1980 something, I believe. It's Rhythm of Cruelty on 7FM with Bazaar, Clarkers, and Paulie Boy. Back after this.
You're listening to Jules Holland on the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with Andy Clark. How true that is. It's very true. You are listening to Andy Clark and uh, Bazzer, he's back, and the Paulie Boy. Can you phone Jules back this morning and get him to say Baz and my name as well? I can get... Hang on, let's just, let's just try it now. <laughs> Hello, uh, Jules, Jules Holland speaking. <laughs> <laughs> that was very good. I said Jules Holland, not John Inman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm free! It'd be I impressive if you can get through to him, he's dead. Oh, yeah, I worked enough, but I probably could have got more chance of getting through to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, what have you been doing this week? Down the docks then, our poorie boy. Anything exciting? Uh, well, no, just a kind been of... Been a long day? Worky week. Um, I was off yesterday, though. It's Janine's birthday yesterday. Oh. I thought it was... To- Karen thought it was today. No, uh, yesterday. You sure? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Karen thought it was today. Uh, Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just said... Had- off, just did some... What'd you do? Pottering. I had to take George to school. Uh-huh. Headed off to a lovely little cafe in the morning. Had Ooh. a bacon sandwich and a cup oh. of coffee. Where was, was nice. that? Your class. Cheltenham. Cheltenham. Whereabouts? It was called. I think it's called the Curious Cafe. In Curious. Road. It's really nice. It's packed. Right. What did you drink? Uh, a latte, I think. What type? Who's it made by? Was it Brazilian <laughs> or was it Italian know. or was it? And then just Colombian. to add to my uh, ever increasing obesity. <laughs> At lunchtime, I had a healthy snack of a in. There's a place called Huffkins in Cheltenham, which is like a trendy tea shop. Mm-hmm. Very nice. I had a huge, warm lardy cake oh. and another cup of coffee. I oh. used to love them when I was a little girl. Yeah, this was really oh. nice. I know. I used to go down to Denleys. <coughs> they were called Denleys down. Um, well, actually, they were called Crows before that, or after. Not in Colton Tread- Road. Oh, there was well, they had, they, yeah, well, they had a shop in uh, Treadworth as well, but they used to make it in Colton Road, where I used to live. Uh, and okay. they are at the at the back. They had the bakers, and they used to bring the tray in, yeah, and then cut them in front of you with yeah. a knife. That was I used to go and do that in Treadworth. Maybe they baked. Maybe into they had two bakers. Companies. Oh, I can't remember the name of the bakers. Of course, then nobody doesn't live. Well, I didn't. Do you know you know what a lardy cake is? Do you, Bess? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say because it's quite a local thing, isn't it? Is it? I think so. Or dri- think dripping cake. What dripping we cake. Drippers, Dri- yeah. Dripping yeah. cake. Lardy cake. It's the same thing. So if anybody's listening, doesn't know what one is, and anybody local will can you will buy know. them now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you just had one? I've yeah. had one last well, week. Yeah. I think they do. All right. <laughs> so, so it's basically a sweet dough, isn't it, with some raisins and carrots. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Loads of sugar oh. and tons of lard right. spread all over it, and then it's folded in on itself, and mm. then it's baked. Mm. And then all the, and the, all the lard melts and it goes drippy, yeah. hence the dripping cake. So is it it's raisins or sultanas? What's the difference? Currants. Currants. What are they? Raisins and sultanas. I don't know. They're different varieties of dried grape, are they? Yeah. Are they? One's red and one's green, maybe? don't know. Uh, no, I don't... Do you know? So, currants are harder, aren't they? They're they're more grittier. And a sultana is juicier. Yeah. Isn't it? I, yeah, but I don't know the actual... The, oh. I want to know now. So, if someone could email into studio at 7fm.com or even text us, iMessage us, uh, to 0773 Send us a photo of your face as well, just for a laugh. <laughs> well, you do it. If you're on iMessage, I don't, it might not even cost you if you're using your own broadband. That's or true. Or it might, I don't know. Well, I'm using Local. yours. Are you? Oh, yeah, you are. <laughs> uh, but just let us know, because I would like to know the difference between a sultana, a current, and a raisin. And if all else fails, we'll Google it. Yeah. But it'd be good if someone did email in or even Skyped in. I know I... Uh, hey, we, me and... Um, me and our Phil tested it that IPTDL yesterday, TLD or whatever it is. Oh, that direct... Oh, honestly, it's no different to him being sat in here or not. Cool. Maybe we'll test it later. 
cool. I think he's. It looked like he had a busy morning today. See, I wonder if Denby's listening or whether he'll. Yeah, he said he was going to. Oh, the cool. weird thing is, though, he, he hears his own voice back in his headset, which is strange. So. Ah, uh, yeah. He had a problem speaking, and I had the same problem when I tested it. <laughs> I, you start talking and listening to what you're saying. <laughs> it's weird. True story. There you go. Do you want to know what I've been doing this week? Go on then. Not really. No, no, no I do. it's not really exciting. I'm joking. To be honest, I can just say safely that I've had a really bad week. You've had a few bad weeks recently. I've had a few bad months. I, I know. It's all about from about the last five months have you been pretty you naff. Been, you haven't been happy? No, I'm not happy. What's happened then? I can't say. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you off air. Okay. Fair Is it work? Do we need to play I'm a not long saying. Song? I'm can't, I can't. I don't work, do I? I, I live a life of Riley. <laughs> Riley. Should we talk, Riley? Should we talk about some news? Have you heard about this Tesco lark? So Tesco's uh, apparently used beef pictures of beef cow in a milk advert. So you might think that's not an issue, but to me it is. It's like when you watch a film and they use the wrong type of telephone in it. I mean, everyone knows that the <laughs> three hundred type telephone was introduced in the nineteen sort of uh, late twenties, didn't they? Can you remind me when we finish this news article to talk to you in a minute about? Mobile phones. Okay. Because you'll well, now you'll be interested. A friend oh, right. of mine's got a project. <coughs> oh right, okay. I said I'd mention it. Oh fantastic. Sorry to interrupt that, but you're yeah. more likely to remember than I will. Okay, fine. <laughs> right, so super thank you. <laughs> Supermarket giant Tesco has been forced to scrap a national advertising campaign after it used the wrong breed of cow in in one of its milk adverts. Um, the poster's designed to highlight a drop in the price of a four-pint bottle of milk displayed pictures of a type of cattle used exclusively for meat. <laughs> commonly known as beef oh it says here but people with a beef people with a beef oh, i've taken Clown to the so, yeah social networking site twitter to criticize the supermarket a spokesman for tesco said the adverts were being replaced the mistake was first spotted by farmers who pointed out that the cows on show were a hereford cross cow farmed for brief production rather than milk Farmer Richard Yates, who has a herd of 100 Frisian cows near Bridge North, told the Shropshire Star that Tesco was using cows that would never have been milked in their lives. That shows how out of touch they are and what they think of dairy farmers. It doesn't discuss mean that Tesco just have a bad... Actually, it just means the people that made the advert don't understand what they're doing. Yeah. Is it no more complicated than that? I think it is. I, I think, think so. you're right. Go with that. It's, it's a bit nice of a storm in a teacup. Yeah. Milk, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Without milk. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. I think uh, I think that was nicely summarised, Paulie boy. Actually, there you go. You ever thought so of summarising stuff? It's like Question Time. It's it is like Question Time. In here, we politics. I did hear quite a funny thing on Question Time, whatever Thursday, Friday night, um, where David Dimbleby, Dimbleby was who? saying about the David David Bumblebee <laughs> was saying about who was going to be on the show next week. Who and, is it? Um, he said we've got uh, Mike Hucknall, <laughs> and one of the panelists went. Shouted out something like "It's me, Cuck, or keep in touch or something," and it, that was funny. Just shows, isn't it? He's out of touch. Who was it? Who, who said that? Uh, David Dimble. You imagine if that was what's his name off uh, Newsnight? If, uh, if oh, they yeah. said that to him, oh yeah, <clears throat> he'd have turned around and told them to foxtrot Oscar, yeah, I suppose, yeah, yeah, wouldn't yeah. he? Yeah, phonetically. <laughs> so there. Do you watch? Shall I say about his mobile phone thing name? You can do, but we've got just a very quick email oh, from on, somebody you know. She, oh, yeah. Guess who it is? She says, Hi, guys, standing in my kitchen making scones, or is it scones, for our breakfast, but I need preppy songs. So could you please play Blame It on the Disco by Alcastar for me? Soliga halsringa fren et solgut resaro. 
Hugs, Brigitte. <laughs> Stick for mean earphone. Well, we know what that means. Yeah. I, my wheels are loose on my badges. Letter opener. Apparently your pronunciation is quite good, I was told in Swedish. Really? When you read this stuff out, yeah. Oh. Not bad at all. Thank so, you. Spanish, you're now trisexual, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it's polygon. No, poly. A polygon. <laughs> Not a polygon. That's when your parrot escapes. A poly, somebody told me I was a poly something. Polymorph? No, 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 it's poly. It's poly no, something. Poly put the kettle on? No, 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 no. <laughs> I can't remember. One you're of the, on fire this morning, aren't you? One of the, young, one of the young ladies at Iggy said, oh yes, you're a true poly something. What's your weightlifter? <laughs> no. No, no. <laughs> Not at all. I can't remember what it is. Polygat? Polygrat? Is so, anyone know? Put, put, any, okay, if anyone's listening, which I think Who knows what sort of poly Andy is? Yeah. So this is someone who speaks <laughs> numerous languages. Pronounce. They speak, well, they speak of three languages, yeah. Well, three at least. Let, let me get. Let me get. Oh you. no, no, no! Sorry, they do. Oh, no, you mean the person? Oh, I don't know. It's Polly. But why were they calling you a Polly? Whatever it is, because, because I was can... replying on emails in their native language. Oh, but I was mean... using Google Translate. Ah, too. are you on it, Baz? There. What? No, I'm looking at something else. I'm oh. hot. Sorry. It is quite warm in here. Shall I take some? Where's he gone? Take, take all your clothes off. <laughs> get all um, your kit off, Paul. So, Bagita wants a song. Yeah, but I don't know if I can find it. <laughs> That's it. You've ruined his <coughs> I will, scones. I will look for it. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll look for it. We'll play, um, we'll play another song. We'll play an advert break, then we'll play a song. So, And then we'll come back and see if we can find that song. It's not blame it on the boogie, is it? It is blame it on the disco. Uh, yeah, you, well, that's what you said. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll find it. I'm sure we'll have it, because we have an extensive library and a vinyl vault. <laughs> a vinyl vault. Wasn't that the theme tuned to... Uh, no, that was Vanderbilt. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> we're off on a was, wasn't he Swedish or was he from Norway? Oh, I don't know, it's all the same, isn't it? Imagine a year as oh a second. Oh, my God. Oh, my word. God, oh. that made me jump. That was Who your was mate. That? that was your mate. Who was that? Vandervolk <laughs> was Dutch, I think. And that's your other question. That was, um, that was my, my mate. Do you know, that was a really bassy voice. That was Gordon Brain, I think. Was it? Why yeah. is he my mate? <laughs> oh, he's his mate. <laughs> Not my mate. <laughs> I tell you what, oh let's, dear. this is what I, it's very warm in here. I've gone goose pimply yeah, after been... that voice in my ear. That was really weird. That was scary. <laughs> Imagine what was it? Imagine something. Is that his new single? <laughs> Imagine. Yeah, you coming can... up now the new one from Gordon Brown called uh, Turn Back. Turn Back the Clock. <laughs> okay, well I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll take an ad break. I'll press the right button and then we'll be back after this. We're going to play a song. I think we'll go out with "Love Is Like Oxygen" by Sweet. And I'm going to stop sweating because it's hot in here. It is warm, yeah. Yeah. You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host Andy Clark, Barry Kirby, and Paul Ryan Alcock on Seven FM. Harry next door is amazing. Seventy-nine, and he's got a tool for everything. He cooks a cracking Sunday dinner for himself, and he plays a mean game of cribbage. These days, there's only one thing he's not so good at: remembering to test his smoke alarms. So I go around and do it, while Harry finds the right screwdriver I've never got. If you know an older person, please, test their smoke alarms regularly. It could save their independence, and a lot more besides. Fire kills. You can prevent it. If you fall asleep at the wheel, you'll put your life in danger, and the lives of others as well. Before you feel tired, pull off the road into a services or other safe area. Drink some strong coffee and take a quick nap while the caffeine kicks in. If you're having a nap, you've left your lights on, sir. Right, cheers. Think. Don't drive tired. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. 
Let's hear it for technology. What's happened? I love that song. Don't you love it? How much do you love it on a scale of 1 to 12, people? Well, I do like it, but I 
for some reason I had no idea that was a sweet. I even not though that was a sweet. That was the first. The, so the first song I ever bought in my life as a child was a sweet record because I used to like them. What was it? Little Willie. Well, that was the name of the song. Was yeah. That oh right. Okay. And yeah. Did you buy it for the uh, for the musical content? And it was a good song. Right. Oh, was it with the name of it? So you could go to yeah, school yeah, and say, "Oh, I've got Little Willie," and then it and followed say, up. Yeah, we know. <laughs> followed up quickly. <laughs> you know what? He's <laughs> cough, <it's> coughing it. <laughs> I, and then I bought Wigwam Bam after that, which is even worse. You saying that actually when you finished <laughs> spitting your coffee? That just reminded me you were learning a different language. A friend of mine, Rob, um, was telling me about a school exchange trip he went on to France. Yeah, when he was young. And he didn't speak any French, but obviously the point was them learning. Oh, mon dieu. So he said to the his French exchange uh, person, they were at a disco, uh, what can I say? Give me, I want to, I like that girl over there, tell me what to say. So he gave him, told him what to say. Oh, no. Uh, uh. Um, and it, yeah, you were, <laughs> you're a step ahead of me. It turned out he'd gone up to this girl in, in French and said, hello, my name's Rob, I have a little willy. Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> what did she say? I think she just laughed and walked off. Yeah. So there you go. So you've got to be careful what people... T- so when you're learning Spanish, you see, mm-hmm. you've got to be careful. Indeed, indeed, indeed. We, we'll, uh, I think we should talk about this um, Chromecast thing. Um, Chromecast. Probably something that Barry would be interested in, I think. Item number four mm. on the news list. What, you mean Chromecast, that thing that could be a TV game changer? Well, you're an Apple man, aren't you? You've got an Apple um, TV, haven't you? We've got Apple TVs, and we've also just bought a new Samsung telly that also has it all it, it integrated. Smart telly. Um, smart smart, TV, smart yeah. TV, yeah, I've yeah. got the same thing. So we bought that last week, and that, that's, a, that's a game changer. It means you don't have to have doofus boxes. I know. Unless you want Apple stuff. Well, we've got a piece on Netflix later, and you can Ooh. have a listen to uh, Reed, the CEO. When you had a bit of a natter with yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, can I read this first? Yeah, you can. Is that right? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, so, back in 2012, it was speculated that the long-awaited digital union would finally be consummated in British living rooms that year. And yet, still viewers remained largely unmoved. Literally, the latest Ofcom figures showed that more than... More than... What? Oh, showed that most of them still sit back on the couch, switch on the TV and watch uh, what is one of the main channels, rather than plunging into the delights of the on-demand world. But now there are signs of improvement. On-demand services are gaining traction, and a population that is buying an awful lot of smartphones and tablets is learning that there are all sorts of ways to catch up with their favourite TV programmes. Chromecast, which has been on sale in the United States since last year, isn't radically different from products such as Apple TV or Roku. What's Roku? Roku is like an Apple TV, but it's, um, I guess, it, it, what you call the Android version. Oh, right, okay. Um, and you just get Netflix on it, you can get all that sort of stuff on it. So oh. it's just like the Apple TV book, a little bit cheaper. But you can get both, I think, Netflix and Love Film on it. Yeah, I can get that on my telly. You, yeah, but you can't, um, as, well, yeah, as, well as, the, uh, as well as the Apple stuff. Oh, I can't um, get so, Apple So again, yeah. Roku doesn't, you can't get the Apple stuff. Oh, that's where the, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. the Apple TV lets itself down. Yeah. Um, where are we at? Sorry. Oh, look what you've done. Sorry, mate. Me. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, a £30, <coughs> it is cheap enough to reach a market beyond the enthusiasm. That is cheap, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah, well, Apple TV is 900 quid. Yeah. 99 quid. Um, reach a market beyond the enthusiasts have been so far the audience for smart TV devices. Indeed, one major retail chain is betting that as many of, as 3 million of the devices will be sold in the UK this year. Wow. Of course, Google has been here before. Its Google TV platform appeared to offer a software route to web TV. But with little in the way of compelling programmes, few people were prepared to step on board. That is interesting, though, isn't it? Because, I mean, Apple um, obviously get a kickback from what happens after you've bought it. So I suppose when you buy something like your telly and it's got... It'll, they provide all the stuff in it, but they're not getting any kickback, the TV manufacturers, are they? Whereas yeah. Apple, they're selling you the hardware and then they're selling you the content to go onto the hardware. 
It's a bit so, like iTunes. So in oh. other words, they can actually give you the hardware for nothing and still make money. Not with Apple t- Well, except for the movies and stuff with Apple TV, but, I mean, we use Apple TV, now Dan says, predominantly for watching Netflix. And they've got some things on there Oh, now. really? Yeah. So Netflix is on Apple TV. Netflix is on Apple what TV. What else is on Apple TV, then? You've got... Well, you get, get <coughs> your, your Apple movies. Yeah. So, obviously, that's what you pay for and, and you get... And you can stream all your music to it and yeah. your TV programmes and your podcasts. So, I've actually listened to 7FM through my Apple TV. Really? Which is quite yeah. cool. Oh, fantastic. Um, what do we sound like? Very similar to what we do on the normal thing, but in slightly more surround sound. Wow. Which is quite cool. It feels like you're, you're all over me. Oh, really? Well, yeah. I'm poor. Oh, dear. Like yeah. a rash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like a badly a nice fitted warm, jacket. Nice warm rush. <laughs> um, you can also get, so we predominantly watch Netflix on there. Lots of uh, US type channels. So you get, you watch the NBA. Yeah. Um, uh, you get Sky TV, have got their own app on there. Um, the one that has just come up, which I find quite interesting, is Red Bull TV. All right. So they do a lot of their, you know, their, their motocross stuff and their, um, that's quite good to watch in the evening. Um, but they, uh, Bloomberg are on there. So, but basically, it, it is growing more because what they haven't done is you cannot go go in as a developer and develop our Apple TV apps. Oh. You know, like you do on the phone and like yeah. what you do on the 7FM and stuff. Um, you can't do that for Apple TV. They haven't opened it up. Why? We'd, I don't know. It's, and it's a real shame because actually that would make it a really powerful device. Yeah, it would. Um, <clears throat> but can't do it. And now that we've got this smart TV, it does negate the need for the Apple TV except for when we want to watch our... Uh, Bin it. Um, mm. Movies. Well... I only just connected it up the other, the other day because we bought, um, I pre-bought uh, Catching Fire of the uh, the Hunger Games trilogy. Um, that come on, so I was like, oh, I'll watch it upstairs. So. Um, mm. so it, it took me ages to hook it back up. Fair enough. Uh, I mean, at 30 quid, <coughs> I think I might have to buy one. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, think I will absolutely. get one. Will you get one? No, because I don't like Apple stuff. No, it's not Apple. No, this is Chrome, Chromecast. Oh, sorry, we're back to that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I take it's Google, TV. is it? It's Google. Yeah. Hmm. Good. So it, it's, it's down the Chrome route, isn't it? The, the Google Chrome route. Um... It, 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 I'll have to do a bit of work into it to see actually what it does. Yeah. Um, because it, it, if it is essentially the same as Roku, yeah. then I think it's worth buying. Fantastic. Because um, if you can get the combination of... Because are you Amazon Prime? Yes. So now you're automatically a love film yeah. person. Yeah. And streaming great. books. Yeah, yeah, except it's gone up 70 quid, isn't it, when you renew? Yeah. But Which is a bit for, naughty. For the amount of stuff you do, uh, it's probably not... If you do use it, I mean, Amanda started using it. She watches... She's into... Um, uh, a few of the streaming programs because we we haven't had terrestrial telly hooked up for quite a while. Really? Yeah. We for about well, when did we move our bedroom down? So it must be a good six seven months. We sorry, you moved the bedroom downstairs. We're going to say yeah. Okay. What you've done? What? Well, you, well, you've been to my house. You know the middle. I've been floor, to your bedroom now. No, you, don't, you remember our <laughs> middle floor was the living room. <laughs> I was drunk. I remember the middle floor? Room. Middle floor was the living room. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, then yeah, downstairs yeah. was the dining room. Yeah. Well, what was the dining room? Um, that's now our living room, and that what was the living room? Is now a bedroom. Oh, right. So okay. you meant the kids can have a bedroom each on the yeah. top floor. Ah. We, we, townhouse. Yeah. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. So the t- kids can have a bedroom each. We've got the um, middle floor, and we've we, uh, got the uh, lounge and kitchen and stuff on the, on the ground floor. Barry, three floors. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas only me, Paul and Andy, one floor, isn't it? Yeah, but we are Paul and Andy fall-offs. Oh, yeah, we are. That's true, oh, well, like, uh, How many loss have you got? Yeah. One. And mm. have you got any solar panels? No. Have you got any yet? Uh, Tuesday. They're yeah, going in. I've got a bit of an cool. issue with them. Oh, no, don't say that. Well, the thing is, apart from uh, when they when they fitted them, just go round and check. They haven't left any nails anywhere because they left a load of nails round by Karen's car, which wasn't good. Oh, no. But the other thing is, um, I rang him up, actually, and said, um, you're going to come back to me and let me know if I could have any more panels. You're going to check with the electricity uh, company. Yeah. Whoever it is, Eon or whatever it's called. MEB. 
Slimey beard in the olden days. And uh, he said, oh, yeah, I'll come back to you within a week. And that was three weeks ago. So I rang uh-huh. him and I also said, oh, yeah, about that. And also, um, what am I getting for recommending Paul? Because he said you'll get somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And uh, left him a voicemail and that's it. Not heard from him. Uh, do you want me to... Well, well, it won't be them that come round to fit them, presumably, will they? No, no. But you like the fact you've got them there. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, we did 20.8 kilowatt hours, I think it was last Saturday or Sunday. What well, was it? Was, yeah, well, I mean, that, that and that's... Awesome. Uh, it, we worked out that I think it was something I may have banged on about this last week, but I think we earned £3.50 income. And I worked out now why it's much better to use all of the electricity you make yeah. rather than export it. Because what they do is they pay you 14.9p for every bit of electricity you generate, whether yeah. you use it or not. You obviously then get the avoidance cost that you're not paying for electricity while you're using your own electricity. And then they pay you 9p for every kilowatt hour you export. So you think, well, that's okay. That's good income. But actually, they estimate that half of your generation you export. So we Uh, don't. We use most of ours. So we're getting paid for producing it. Yeah. Exporting half of what we produce when yeah. actually we use virtually all of what we produce, yeah. and the avoidance. So I think yeah. I worked out that for that Sunday, a normal five pound eighty days worth of electricity, we paid eighty p. Fantastic. If you add it all up, net yeah, yeah. it off. So yeah. we've just put our invoice in, and the invoice I've just done my f- six weeks worth of electricity projection. Bearing in mind it's not been that nice yeah. weather-wise. Yeah. We've had about six or eight really sunny days, if yeah. that. Optimistic. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it probably wasn't even that. You're right. Mm. Um, and I think I've earned 64 or 8 quid from that. Cool. That's good. And then Pretty avoidance good. of not paying. Yeah. Same. Yeah. So, yeah. There you go. There you go. True story. So, that's Tuesday for us. I'll make sure they don't drop any nails <coughs> on the floor. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, they fitted it when we had that horrendous rain, and they were soaked through. Um. And they, they are like a sausage machine. Uh, except there's no sausages and there's no meat going to them. So the guys themselves, there were five of them, yeah. And they had one doing the inside electricity stuff, one yeah. in the loft doing the uh, inverter, yeah. three on the roof doing the panels. Like doing one the of Fandango. Them, yeah, one of them, <laughs> Spanish. Um, and one of them drilling the tiles. And it was just great. It was, it was really, and they'd done, they fitted them all within five hours. It's um, kind of, kind of quite a well-oiled machine then. <clears throat> yeah, just like, I just wish they'd respond to my phone calls, but it's not urgent. No. But as a true Clarky, I will have nothing to do with them any further if they don't respond. I'm not chasing them. <laughs> or hunt, Done it. hunt them down to the ends of the earth. Exactly. One we've, of the two. We've had an email in from the Filmmeister. Morning, Phil. Hi, gang. Hi, Phil. Sounding good as usual. Is Baz asleep as he's not saying much? Now, he did send this uh, ten minutes ago, and you've obviously said stuff since then. Uh, can you give two local Sorry. girl singers... Yes, of course. Oh, a mention, please. <laughs> Hattie Briggs and Emmy McDade, who are performing at the Frog Barn. Cheltenham on Wednesday night, five pound admission. He's not giving me a the frog barn. Yeah, he's, is he's the frog barn used to be the frog and fiddle. It am it's, I? It's not the frog mill up on the top, is it? No, 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 no. I don't know where the frog barn is. What's the address, Philmeister? This is the frog and oh, fiddle. Here, is he? So I can't ask put, him. Who puts? They they put lots of music on. Frog yeah, they, they may do. Maybe that's what they call the room they put them on. Oh. He'll, he'll correct us. I'm sure he will. I'm he'll sure he will. he'll put us right. Okay. Uh, actually, I know Baz said a lot. I had a question for Baz. Go on. Then. You know you read that thing about Chromecast? Yes. When you listen again, I think you're reading it in the style of a children's TV presenter. Here's Phil dialing in now as well, look. Okay. You said it in... <laughs> I don't know why. It's because I haven't heard you speaking for a while. You said it in a very funny way. Hello, no, children. I'm going to talk to you about Chromecast. I'm, I'm, Who said that? I'm actually... No. The, way, the way in which he, t- he, he presented that. I'm actually that. quite pleased you noticed that. Ah. Did you do it deliberately? Yeah. Not as a 
children's TV presenter, but I was in... Um, for is it ca- patronising so-and-so? Is that no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I'm trying to change the way I do public speaking. Are you? Oh. What? And not talk and, rubbish? Well, that, <laughs> that's content. It's got nothing to do with delivery. Okay. Um, the... When I give normal technical presentations at work and stuff, mm-hmm. I've got no real issues. I, you know, you just got the slides in front of you yeah. and you just, you just give it. That's fine. You just give it. Give yeah. it! But <laughs> when I do political speeches, uh-huh. you know, especially if it's from a written piece of paper, yeah. I, fi- um, I rush it. And it comes across ah. really fast. Ah. Um, and I, I, don't del- I don't deliver... I know what I'm saying in my head, and everybody knows what, I, what I'm going on about, but I don't deliver it in a very effective manner. And particularly if you're listening to it back, so you can listen to, I've, I think I've said before, you can listen back to full cancel recordings. You can, yeah. I, I lose the impact of a lot, a lot of what I'm saying, uh-huh. because I'm reading off, trying to read, you're standing up, yeah. but you don't have a lectern or anything, you're just yeah. standing up, and so I'm trying to change the way I do okay. that type of reading that off That was stuff. exceptionally observant of me, wasn't it, to it notice was, it, that you I'm, read it in a different way? I'm really quick. So we got, is the Minkmeister online now? He is, but yes. So what, let's see what he thinks, because he's an expert. He is. Hello, An Phil. expert in what? Talking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You are. I'm, we, I'm not an expert. We, we, me and him talked you about You know the definition today. of expert, don't you? No. X something it was and spur to drip under pressure. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. That's, I like that's, that. That's good. That's good. <laughs> this is great. Um, so we talked yesterday and he said he thought we were quite professional. Yeah. He did say that. Whoa. I did. How did you pay that? I did. <laughs> I really enjoyed the breakfast show. It brightens up my Saturday morning. Oh, that's cool. Well, I had somebody oh, else nice. say to me last week that they thought we sounded really professional, but she yeah. also said I had a face for radio, so I don't know whether she was being reasonable or not. <laughs> like a back of a bus. Yeah. <laughs> like a badger's... Good old yeah. bus. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you doing yeah, today, Phil? Gig, is it the frog and fiddle it in is. the ice cream uh, uh, They call it the frog barn then, Phil. Is that what it is? There's, at the back is the barn they uh, call the frog barn. Uh-huh. The Gloucester Roots and Americana people are hiring it once a month to have a gig there and we need to get uh, people out and about instead of sitting down watching TV. I was Netflix. Swear there. Yeah. Unless it's the rugby, eh, Phil? Sorry? Unless it's the rugby. Well, no, you ought to go and watch that as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's nothing better than an atmosphere of um, being there, you know. Oh, you know who's, who can afford those stupid o'clock prices at Twickenham when mm. all your hooray Henrys and that are there and all your corporate Johnnies, you know. <laughs> oh, you, ju- you just talk back to the Phil. real people. Yeah, he's not biased. Is, no. that, is that a new team in the Six Nations, is it, Phil? Is it the hooray Henrys? <laughs> it is, yeah, they're really good. Are you going this <laughs> afternoon, Phil? <laughs> Sorry? He didn't hear you. He is going this afternoon. I've read yeah. his Facebook feed. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm going this afternoon. I'll be there come rain, shine, frost or fog. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, I'm flying this afternoon, so I'll try, I'll try and avoid you. Yeah, please <laughs> do. Oh, Watch out for that um, fly weird shape thing that goes up in the air, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's going to be <laughs> nice out there because it's very, very overcast at the moment and cloudy. Do you know what the, the cloud base is at? Do you know, Bunny Chat? Would you know how many feet? Hang on, I'll get my ruler out. One, <laughs> as long as it's above 1,500 to 2,000, it's okay. It's though. about 3,000 feet, I'd oh, say. That's fine. You've done Perfect. well there. That's a hell of a ruler you got there, Phil. It is a hell of a ruler. I have, yeah. It's one of those extending ones that comes out of a little yellow thing. You that's know? the extensionness of it. Hey, it's absolutely been brilliant talking to you, our Phil. We're going to yep. take a very quick ad break now. Um, and thanks for testing that thing with me yesterday. Well, we'll at, I'll find out why it's doubling back the audio, but... The audio quality was just like he was sat in the studio, wasn't it? That was much better than Skype, wasn't it? Definitely, definitely. Definitely. It is. Well, keep up the good work, gentlemen. Thank you, Thank mate. Thank you very and, much. Um, I can go and have a cup of tea now. Have a cup of oh, tea. Have one, one for us, us, please. Yeah. Catch you later. Bye. 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 
You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, Barry Kirby, and Paul Ryan Alcock on 7FM. 7FM. In the middle of the night, there are two sounds a spreading household fire can make. Here's the first. And here's the second. Which would you rather hear? Make sure you fit a smoke alarm and test it weekly. Fire kills. You can prevent it. That Change for Life is all about the small changes we can make to help us live healthier lives. Like being a bit more active every day. Things like getting off the bus a stop early and walking the rest of the way. Or taking the stairs rather than the lift all make a difference. It gets the heart working and helps reduce our chance of serious health problems like heart disease and stroke. As well as feeling healthier, it makes us feel better. It doesn't have to be hard work. For more ideas to get going every day, search Change for Life online. We've all been there. You're watching TV with a whole family when the two lead characters start getting intimate. Your daughter goes red, her boyfriend goes maroon, your wife puts the kettle on, Uncle Ian swears he's heard the doorbell, and let's face it, you'll never look your mum in the eye again. Or try watching it in HD. With even more subscription-free HD channels on the way, buy a Freeview HD TV and learn what awkwardness really is. Freeview HD. How good is that? Subject to coverage. Aerial upgrade may be required. Visit freeview.co.uk. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. Bit of Terence now, back from 19... What was it? 23. Okay, that's it, Terence Tent Derby. Sign your name.
Hopefully you're suitably chilled after that. I ah, am. I'm so chilled back now. Good. Can I say hello to my friend Karen? Well, you, you certainly can. Who's just said that she's been impressed that we're not hangers-on today with the new jingle. Oh, uh, the second, yeah, the, the other one you still are. Oh, we still so the other on. one I'll come oh, back on after the right. news. Sorry, We've Karen. just had some email. Yeah, so hi, Karen. What are you doing? Tell us. Email us now to studio at 7fm.com. Send Andy or, a picture. Yes, or or even uh, text us to 0773 629 and send us a photo. Now. Now, immediately. <laughs> We've had some emails in, have we? We have, yes. Uh, and uh, my arm's not long enough. So the first one is from Caro. Morning, guys, from sunny Rotherham. Back from the slopes in one piece. Ooh. Dot, 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 no poor. Not a one piece. you got a one piece. Is that one of those things that they ski in? Those kind yeah. of... Yeah. A bit like a tri-suit. She sent a photograph of her skiing, and I went into instructor mode. Oh, and then, yeah, you were in instructor And then I just thought, no. <laughs> no. Step away. Because she looked really good, actually. I got a bone to pick with her. Have you? Yeah. She was skiing really, really well. She was skiing a slight, slight, uh, I, I, I was going to say it's slight inward lean of the upper body, but to be honest, yeah, that's, that's the chilled. Way, that's the way she walks. That's the way she walks. <laughs> so, that's good. so, yes, it, she looked really good, yeah. Can good. I mention my bone that I was going to pick with her? Oh, yes, do it. So, uh, did you go, Caro, to Crazy Daisy's bar, like I told you to? I, I, did, I did comment on the photo you put on Facebook. And then some other creepy bloke said, oh, you all look really young. And then everyone ignored my comment, <laughs> clicked like on his, and creepy. said, oh, you're a creep, blah, blah, blah. Creepy So bloke. I want to know, did you go to Crazy Daisy's bar? Let me know. No. No, yeah. No. You can either tweet us, you can ring us, you can email us. Oh, you can do loads of stuff. Yes. We've got another then email in from Caro. Oh, yeah. What's this one say? This is uh, to Basington. Don't forget, I do all that stuff. What's Personal that? impact, speaking in public, oh, etc. Yeah. If I can help, oh, he just rolled too. his eyes and raised his eyebrows, Caro. No, I saw him do that. that. I saw oh, him do it. You shouldn't say that, Paul. Oh, you're oh. naughty, Paul. Can't, sorry, <laughs> he's a naughty Paul, isn't he? Slap uh, him he on is, the leg. Yes. But he's I don't a naughty Paul. Come here, a naughty <laughs> Polly. Come here. Oh no, I don't normally report all the other things we do off air. No, luckily, Karen's not listening anyway. But she's saying, don't forget, I do all that stuff. She does. Personal impact. Well, she did all that that workshop stuff with us, didn't she? Yes, she did. Uh, Speaking in public, etc. If Mm. I can help, would be happy to. With some techniques, etc. Caro X. Thank you, Caro. I appreciate that. And discount rates. Yeah, and she's also sent another one which says, Caro, Kings North, uh, subject test one. Dunno. Shall I reply back with this email failed? (laughs) <laughs> Check your SMTP <laughs> server. I'm sorry, we cannot take your emails at the moment. Yes, they've been Please leave a message after the beat. Do they... <laughs> have we got an email in from MDF saying, do they install vegan solar panels then? Because I was talking about sausages, wasn't I? Oh! He says he doesn't do sausages, and that's why he looks ill. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that. He didn't look ill. He looks... Plump and fit and healthy, yeah, and like a sausage. Then he's just put the word <laughs> subject of professional and put pa. <laughs> Stick from mic iPhone, min iPhone. Is Hit that what he's put in? No, no. he's just put something from my iPhone. Oh, I see. <laughs> we can't find your song, I'm afraid, uh, Bagita. Really sorry about that. No, not in the but, our library of gazillions of songs. But hopefully you like Shakira, young and old. Well, not old, because she's only 37, but um, scary that I know that. Isn't Bagita's really? only 37? No, no, not Bagita, oh, Shakira. I'm having a bit of la- a Latino day today, aren't we? <laughs> yes. You want to be careful Googling that, though? Uh, no, apparently... Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, well, not careful, just uh, subjective. Uh, no, just uh, objective. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so apparently I was I was checking with Jonathan if it was an offensive word or not. It's not, though, is it? Because um, some of the, uh, the word Latino, it's... it's. Yeah, it come from Latin America. Latin America, doesn't it? Yeah, it doesn't mean so anything naughty. No. 
So that includes either. South America, <laughs> Cuba, Colombia, uh-huh. Brazil. Right. Where else? I wouldn't argue with anybody from Colombia. No, not me. Um, Especially old, what's her name, off Modern Family. Oh, don't watch that. Oh, man, she's fantastic. She's 41. Okay. Is that the one you had a mild obsession with recently? Uh, yeah, one of them. Oh, yeah. another one? No, oh, that's gee, it. Gee, no, what? Uh, Gloria. I've an uh, obsession with somebody. That, that, that narrows it down, doesn't oh, it? Oh, you True. can't say that. I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> when I was young, I used to have obsessions. Well, she, but Karen's not listening anyway. I oh, know, that's fine. Yeah, I have loads. Go, oh, I just remember the other thing I was going to say that was really funny. In yeah. your kitchen when we came in to have coffee this morning, <laughs> you have approximately 75 pens from the Lancaster <laughs> Hotel. <laughs> did they give you them or did you no. just go around all the rooms and no, steal one no, from no, each No, no, no. What I do is when you get Every in week. there, because I have a, I always, I always make sure I get a superior city view room. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they give you a pen by your bedside with a notepad <laughs> and a pen oh, on the table with a notepad. Right. So the first thing I do when I go in pens. there, I, before I've even soaked the suitcases, get the two pens on the notepad and put them in. <laughs> I do the same thing. Yeah. Shampoo, shower gel. The first thing you do is go around the room and scare it for anything you can steal. And well, you paid for it, haven't you? Yeah, so and, and this time I've started now getting um, uh, Turkish Delight in little bags. <laughs> and some slippers. <laughs> and some slippers. This is so Alan Partridge, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. And the thing is, when I checked out, I normally use the Hotel Express checkout because it's great and they email you a copy of your invoice. Brilliant. They've already got your credit card. Well, they've already got your credit card because I was giving yours. <laughs> Thank and, you. Um, yeah, and, and that's that. And then... <laughs> I was. It was like Andrew, Andy Clark, thirty-eight Windsbourne Road, Colchester. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought, well, that definitely ain't me. I don't think so. Right. I, I just went up to the reception store so, and uh, just uh, the name's wrong. All oh, right, okay, just one moment, sir. And you could see he's like got his hands on the desk, looking at. And then he says, um, "Have you stayed here before?" I went, "I stay here every week." <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and the guy next to him always calls, always knows me. I mean, the, the ladies downstairs yeah, yeah. call me Andy, right? Because it's my name, Mister Andy. Yeah, true story. To your face. Yeah, and um, yeah, and he said, uh, have you, you, "You've stayed here before." I said, "Yes, stay every week." He went, "Have you ever lived in Colchester?" I went, no, I haven't. No, so that wasn't your previous address. You've just changed it. No, no, it's not my previous address. Wrong. Person. And oh, and I, but it, I just got really cheesed off. Yeah. Oh dear. So you just but, stole some pens? Yeah. No, I didn't steal them. <clears throat> you allowed them. I've noticed yeah. now that I do a lot of travel on my own time. Um, I'm sorry, like through my my own company, uh-huh. uh, as opposed to you know being an employee of a different bigger company. Yeah. My Saturday in hotels has changed. Right. I used to stay in similar to what Andy described. Okay. Now a B and B's, you know. Now he's in a tent. I was going to yeah. show Andy something. What is it? Uh, you have to just look. Because that sent to me. Oh right. Okay. I can plug it in, can I? You can. Uh, oh. Not, I don't mean no. No. Um, okay, we'll do that. We've got uh, just two and a half minutes until we go to the news. Okay. Um, <laughs> Mark Faraday's come back with a question. Well, not a question. He wants a S- Santana song, so we will have to play that. Yeah, because so, he, get, he gets really grumpy if we play songs oh, like that, not he? He does. He Ru- emails us rude words and stuff. Yeah, with, beginning with Charlie. Yeah. Foxtrot tea kettle barbecue over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. So after the news, we've got, um, oh, we've got Shakira. We have. From 1995 and from 2014. Oh, yeah, we're back cool. to back in with Shakira again. We are, we are. Cool, back to cool, back cool. In. Excellent. It's a tough morning, isn't it? Then, <laughs> after the news, we're going to talk uh, about Kate Bush and MT Gox and Netflix, and we've got an interview with uh, Reed Hastings, who is the Netflix CEO. I thought they were nor- from um, somewhere like, well, they were Dutch or something, but they're American, I aren't know. they? Uh, well, I kind of assume they were American. Yeah, and then we've got, uh, we got an interesting discussion around Hake. Yes. <laughs> and the, okay. Oh, the stream's disconnected. You heard it and here it's reconnected. First. So you've just been reconnected, I would imagine. I've Did we get cut you off? Have been yes. Reconnected. I've just been told by my phone that we weren't going out on air. Yeah. We were, so yeah. Oh dear. 
But it's all back up, by the look of it. Um, and we've got the news in a minute and a half, mate. Is that going to mean you're going to need to get up in the loft now? No, not at all. Of course, it's all out here now, isn't it? In the engineering room. It must be all right. He's chilled. Look at him. Look at me. Look at me. disconnected. He's head twitching. But it's cold now. We're reconnected, so that's fine. I wonder what we missed. It sends me a text message from America. It's, uh, isn't that cool? That's cool, yeah. That's cool. Nice. And I still need to talk to you about this phone thing. You do? Can, uh, can you do it in a minute no. or not? And, and, and my moral dilemma on a flight that I need oh, to talk to you about we as well. Oh, need to talk we'll about that, that as well. Minute. So we've got, you've got 50 seconds to fill now, so okay. keep talking. So I got a correction from Claire, the karate teacher, who right. doesn't want to be called Superwoman. She wants to be called Wonder Woman. Why? The baby was Louie. Oh, yeah. She was back at work after five days, and it's because she's self-employed, and she had to be. Wow. So there you go. So yeah. I said I'd uh, give a full retraction. Fair play. Oh, and, and an apology. No, no, not that. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what What? was that again? Sorry, I missed mentioned that. it last week on air, and I said she was back at work really, really quickly. Um, oh, and how long was she off for? And you asked me what the baby was and how heavy it was, and I said, I ain't going to know these things. I'm a man. And what was the answer? Well, I'll have to look it up, and I won't have time in the last few seconds, will I? It, the baby weighed 38 pounds. Yep, that was and it. And was, um, was born 12 years old. Yep. <laughs> Born the age of seven. Anyway, it's That's time it. for the news now. We'll be back after this with a bit of Shakira. Uh, well, two bits of Shakira. Across Gloucester and around the world at 7FM. You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Evil Barry Kirby and Paul Ryan Alcock on 7FM. 7FM. Welcome back to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show. We're starting our back-to-back with Shakira from 1995. She was 18 then. She had long black hair. This song is called Vuelve, and it's from an album called Pies Descalzos. I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce it, but uh, if you're not dancing around the kitchen to this after listening to it, there's something wrong with you, I think. <laughs>
second song in the back-to-back now, straight back to 2014, number 37 in the charts, with Shakira featuring Rihanna and Can't Remember to Forget You. Sounded like Tiff the last bit. Oh, well, that's what the, remember Tiff did the Shakira yeah. impression. I know. I was going to say it's spot on, isn't it? Absolutely. Honestly, I had stuff. really appreciated just how much Shakira wails. Oh, Don't you like it? Do you no, like I do. Like I, 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 like, I like Shakira. I, know, I like a lot it's, of music. But sorry, Andy. <laughs> no, it's cool. <laughs> Since Andy's been sort of ob- obsessing her over all morning, I've sort of paid more, more attention to her songs. Oh, it's not do. all morning. It's been all week as well. Oh, yeah. sorry, yeah. <laughs> but it's but called then, something, and it's Tiff told me what it's called. What, when you sing like that? Yeah, it's called oh, wait, Gurning. Been, no, that's when you're talking about your, your obsession. <laughs> No, when not Gurnin, is it? Gurnin's when you pull that 
Mm, yeah, when your you teeth around your yeah, face. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's called. Oh, she told me what it's called. What? What exactly is it? You mean when you flick, flick between the octaves? <laughs> like I was Jimmy about <laughs> Can you say that? Yeah. It's called I'm yodeling. Yodeling. It's not yodeling. <laughs> it's not yodeling. <laughs> no, it's not that. <laughs> We've had some more emails in. More. Oh, Leave oh. us alone, guys. Just, just by the way, I don't know if any of you did get interrupted by the stream dropping, uh, but it, uh, hopefully the new technology we've got that, stops it happening. Is that the same as a toilet break? Technology. You like technology, Barry, don't you? I do like technology. Yeah. Except for this iPhone 5 I've got at the moment. What's wrong with it? Well, I'm what on ne- the, uh, What network are you on? I'm on three. Which Doesn't that piggyback on the EE network? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know, but I, I'm pretty sure it does. It, it, that's, is it? Okay. That's what they sell on. Um, so I, I keep on having a cellula- cellular... Um, cellular. Cellulite. Well, I've got lots of that as well. <laughs> so I, I have my signal. Yes. And normally you get the, the signal strength and then your 3G thing. Oh, so yeah. So you've got data network connection. connection. Yeah. yeah. Data connection. Yeah. What did I say? Network. Whatever. Okay. okay. Data connection. Well, no, it's data. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Okay. But now, just recently, in the past, I would say, months, my phone keeps on dropping the 3G connection, so I get no data. And to get it back, I have to re- either restart the phone or reset the network settings. And that, quite frankly, is really peeing me off. So you're on the 3 network, and basically your data bearer sig- sig- uh, symbol drops, so you yes. just get... The signal strength, and then you get three or whatever it is that yes. you get up, and that's yes. it. Yes. I get that as well on my um, network. Because what network are you on? I can't say. Okay. Um, but I just wonder, I wonder if Andy Sutton's listening, because if Andy Sutton, he was listening last week, right, uh, which made me cringe because I started talking technical, and, and Andy is a guru in anything, network, so, in anything. He's got, like, godlike status. He certainly has. Yeah, okay. uh, written loads of papers for, for like, um, oh, s- stuff. Times? He's just a really good guy. He's a really nice guy as well. But if you are listening, Andy, and maybe you could call us uh, and tell us why this happens on O one, obviously, uh, network agnostic, of course, 01452... Three four eight five double five, and and then you can tell us why that happens. Oh one four five two, three four eight five double five. Because it's massively frustrating. It, yeah, it is. Again, true story. Especially when you said you were going to go and reset the router in here as well, and you haven't. I haven't because oh, I forgot to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, so I'm all right. I'm connected. Double, double technology frustration. <laughs> I feel like I've I want to tell you what I'll do. I'll sh- I will share. I feel like I've had a limb oh, chopped off. We've also got a, we've had a textual message come in from Ian McLean. Mr. Clark, I'm listening. Not half, mate, he says, and a smiley. <laughs> Who's Ian McLean? Ian is a good old mate of mine. Not so much of the old, because he's the same age as me. Slightly uh-huh. younger, but... Uh, a, a youthful mate. Yes, quite literally, mate. And uh, like you, I haven't seen him for a while. And ah. uh, just, he's just, just a bit, life is busy, isn't it? Yeah, tell me about it. And he popped up a couple of weeks ago on his GSX-R Thou. Oh. Which I'm going to buy one. If you see one kicking about, um, Ian, let me know, because I need one. Boys toys. Indeed. Midlife crisis. Yes. <laughs> and, um, yeah, he, li- he listens in every week now. Oh, good man. Cool. Well, you, we, you, we we talked about him uh, last week of the week before when he listened to, uh, last week. The Polish uh, yes. cleaners. Oh, yes, the Polish cleaners. The Polish. I read it as Polish. <laughs> the Polish <laughs> cleaners. Because okay. incidentally, it's about the same. I was going to tell you about this little phony project that my What's friend... What's the that, phony project? ...that your friend that you've just talked about might be interested. So, I was quite impressed by this, but you'll probably go, it's easy, anyone can do that. Go on, then. Raspberry Pi. Mm-hmm. Old analogue phone with a dial. Oh, yeah, uh, PBX. Yeah, yeah, PBX. And my friend Andy has, has wired it all together to, using an old mobile phone so that the mobile phone is now this great big uh, p- old phone with a dial. But it's his mobile phone. So he can carry this great big phone around with him. <laughs> Excellent. 
if you phone him on his mobile, this great big phone rings. Oh, so it diver- <laughs> basically diverts it to a VoIP connection. Use like we got in here. These are VoIP things. Yeah. See, I knew I was going to get lost. No, but it's good. That's good. He's had to program it all up, and the there's some things he can't do. And I went, I bet my mate Andy would know how to do this. Well, I might not know, but I would know a man who does. Did. Yeah. That sounds cool. But I just thought I'm having a mobile phone that's this great big old desk phone yeah. that you could kind of take into Costa and put on the desk well, with you. Very retro. And then people phone. I just thought it would be brilliant. I did. A, I did one that was a lot simply lot technically simpler but had the same impact so basically okay. they do um a bluetooth headset called a mokia mm-hmm. you know there's a mock nokia i assume okay and it's basically a black 700 type handset which is bluetooth to your um to your phone so what you do to your mobile phone is you just get a base of a 700 type telephone telly ah. and you just put that on the top of it and okay. when the phone rings you just pick it up okay ah, cool okay does he get ringing current to the phone does it ring the bells in the phone uh, 75 volts AC. I think he had to take the bell out 16. because there wasn't room to fit that in with the new battery pack he had to get. 16 cycles per second. I don't know. So you 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 would probably spend a really happy hour with him chatting about how he got it to work and all the other stuff. Does he work down the docks for you? Yeah. Oh, I definitely would like to talk to him. I will, um... Yeah, he's yeah. the one that we talked to make CVs and stuff. So he, oh, he's yeah, because I want to work down the docks, yeah. He's a clever guy. Oh, so, great. So I, I will get to that new dockbuster job? Yeah, I am. I want to, yeah. yeah check <laughs> <it> out. <laughs> We've had some more emails in. We should talk about these people that are really, really oh, dang. flooded today. There we go. This is from Phil saying, stream down and up in five seconds. There Ooh. you go. Not well, bad. Five, well, five seconds is... That's, where, well, where, no, where's it failing? Is it failing It'll be here? failing here, yeah, definitely. It'll be failing here. That's your weekend. Well, because then. they're migrating B, B... To um, Sky. Sky's bought uh, B Unlimited, which was owned by O2. Oh, I didn't know that. Telefonica. Okay. And, um, yeah, they're migrating everyone over. But it's a great service because they don't do any um, managing. They don't do any uh, profiling or anything with your data. You can, it's Just totally goes. unmastered, yeah. And um, I think they, I can get um, I can now get fibre to here as well, which is yeah, good. So I'm going to get that. And I think it'll cost right. me 20 quid a month for the phone and everything. And like, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Fiber it's very techie today. We're talking very techie stuff. Because we had, um, <coughs> what I found out with my, because I've got this broadband connection in the office now, but yes. it's, it's business broadband, and I'm like, well, okay, it's business broadband, I don't really care, but they throttle the stream. If I'm doing, if I sort of uh, stream anything in, so like if I just have, say, the kids in the office and they want to watch Netflix or something, they'll throttle my stream for it. Well, that's a bit, a bit cheeky. Yeah. But if I'd went and got a, a residential That'd be version, fine. it'd be fine. I know. Okay. Sure. We've had another email in from Caro saying, you went off for about 15 seconds. Yeah, we know. Yes, we did go off, but we come back on. Yeah, we had a quick cup yeah. of coffee. We did. Uh, Mark has also said, "Is well, I need to move that mouse because yeah, I can't because you can't reach it, can you? What's he doing? Oh, we go. He's in- oh, there we go. Right. Okay. So Mark is saying, Mark is saying this. He's saying, um, "P.S. There's Carlos means barefoot. I know that. Is he translating? He's yeah. He's, but he's, know, he's, he's he, quite clever, isn't he? On he the is. quiet, he is clever. He's a polygot. That's the word. I just uh, remembered it then. Oh." Polygot, that's there what I got oh, called. Okay. Thank you. Um, yeah, and uh, Velve, which was the song that um, we played from um, Pies del Carros, uh, or Os, depending on where you're from in Spain, <laughs> uh, it actually means back. There it's a really good album, actually. Uh, on It's on Spotify. Go and have a listen to it. It's one of her first albums from 1995 when she was only 18. Wow. Another email from Caro saying, Basington, mine keeps doing that too. 3G non-existent. What is occurring? What network is she on? Oh, she's on Orange, isn't she? Yeah. And she still hasn't answered my question. What? And she hasn't, Did she? Did she blooming go to Crazy Daisies? Is it? I mean, why... 
I think she's got banned from there, so why she's not prepared to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> it may be, it may be true. I'll tell you what we'll do, we'll take an ad break now, we've got lots to get in, uh, we'll take an ad break, and then we'll play a bit of Santana. I, I want Ebenezer Good. Oh, you, you, we'll, we'll you, play, you, we will play that before we go You said that in. earlier, and you teased me. And, I teased and, you. And I, there was a whole raft of good tracks, and you played, quite frankly, none of them. Are you in next week? Can't remember. Yes, I think so. Are you? Can we yeah, can talk about so. Paul then? Because he's not you in. Can, yeah. Can't he's <laughs> oh, definitely in. Oh, oh his eyes lit up. Yeah, we know. Do you feel like <laughs> almost sickly nervous because you're not coming in? Yep. Yeah, I'm like that when I'm not here. I don't like it. No, I don't I like have, it. I, I, I miss so <laughs> few shows. <laughs> Why? Do you, I can't remember. <laughs> I only missed the show was last summer when I went on holiday. Can you, Rick? You can't ring us from the. Docks. the um, oh, no. was, oh, I'm the two years previous. Yes, but apart from that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Come on, big ideas. We're going to take an ad break. We'll be back after this on Seven <laughs> FM with a bit of Santana for Mark Farity. You're listening to The Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, Barry Kirby, and Paul Ryan Alcock on 7FM. 7FM. The TV was connected to the extension lead, and the lead was connected to the hair dryer, and the dryer was connected to the heater, and the heater was connected to the straighteners. And they all were connected to one socket. And the socket was connected to the house fire. And the fire killed three people before we put it out. Attach too many appliances to one socket and it could cause an overload. And that could cause a fire. Fire kills. You can prevent it. Our lives run at incredible speeds and it seems we have lost the pleasure to do things calmly and to enjoy them. We have forgotten that shaving is such a dignified and sophisticated ritual, one that takes up to 32 days in a man's life. Why not make these 32 days exquisite? Why not enjoy this time spent by yourself using great products that deliver amazing shaves and, to be honest, a bit of well-deserved pampering? Gallant & Klein is an independent store that aims to offer the modern man the tools to enjoy shaving and to make the best of these 32 days in his life. To find out more how to do this, then go to www.gallantandkline.co.uk. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com.
So, Netflix boss Reed Hastings hits out ISP traffic fees. Uh, the head of video streaming service Netflix has hit out at internet service providers for demanding a fee to maintain video streaming quality. The company recently reluctantly made a deal with US ISP Comcast to make sure its videos were streamed faster and more smoothly. ISPs argue that data-heavy services should share the cost of providing capacity on the networks, but campaigners argue that this approach stifles innovation. You might have a bit of a typo there. Influential figures, including the... L- oh, I see figures as in people. I thought that meant numbers. Okay, <laughs> seamless show on 7 FM <laughs> You know when you said read ahead, and I said, no, that takes all the fun out of it. There yeah. <laughs> Influential figures, including the likes of web inventor Sir Tim Berners-Lee, call for what has been termed net neutrality. The principle that all data sent and received using the internet should be treated equally. Some IPs said that for services that put a strain on their infrastructure, content providers should be charged. Net neutrality supporters say that without rules in place, small or startup organisations will find it harder to break into the market if they cannot afford to pay for priority services. Now Andy talks to Netflix CEO Reed Hastings to find out more. We're at the very beginning of internet television, this bringing together of the internet and video so that people can choose what they want to watch, when they want to watch it. And we've had 50, 100 years of linear TV channels or networks. And what's changing is to become applications on your Android phone, on your iPad, on your Sony TV, on your Xbox One. All these applications then allow you as a consumer to watch the videos you want to watch on your own schedule. How important has it been for you to start making your own content rather than having to rely on buying stuff in from TV companies in Hollywood? We realized with each country there's a unique set of licensing issues and we weren't getting everything with the same release date and and certain countries were having to wait uh, behind other countries and it just makes no sense. But the only way we could fix it was to do our own shows and when we do our own shows like Orange is the New Black, then they're available around the world at the exact same time. So does the rest of the industry, the established TV industry, do, do they see you as a threat? No, not really. Mostly they say, we want you to pay, uh, read $10 million for the show. And I say, well, we can only pay $1 million. And they say, well, come back when you can pay $10 million. Um, so that's the dialogue. It's pretty uh, focused on the money. Sometimes we compete uh, you know, with Sky, uh, with others, distributors. And they have some fear, but mostly they've realized that Netflix is an additional service. So, for example, in the U.S., we're over 30 million subscribers. And yet cable and satellite subscribers have stayed constant at 100 million and not gone down. You've made a lot of noise at CES 2014 about 4K ultra-high definition television, the next stage in TV. What, what, what's exciting about that? Interestingly, ultra-high definition 4K will be the first format that's internet only. And it's really focused on internet delivery. So broadcast, cable, satellite, you know, they're not going to have Ultra HD, at least in the next five years. It's all going to be internet delivery. Now, so far, you focused on, like many young internet companies, on growth rather than profit. Are you following the kind of Amazon route, which historically they've not really cared about profit, they've just cared about growth? We're really uh, similar in that way, which is the internet's an amazing opportunity, and so we'll continue to invest in more content, improving the service, improving what we do, and expanding countries for uh, many years ahead. Reed Hastings, thank you very much. Music and news for South 
What yeah. a nice guy. Yeah, he was all right. Yeah. yeah, he was all right. Yeah. Did you have coffee with him? And yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Scratch each other's backs and stuff. It was lovely. <laughs> uh, so an email in from Mark Farity. Uh, that's how you play a Yamaha SG2000. Yeah, which is what I think he's got. Who, Paul, who has? Mark Farity. Uh, does he play the guitar? Yeah. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, okay. Now, we have an email in from the Caro of... of, of um, Kings North. She answered my question. She finally. has oh, answered your question. That. I did, I did, I did pour. Send a reply. Andy has probably lost it. What? Oh, here we go. Because we all know that Caro is completely <laughs> email. No, I shouldn't yeah. say. Only joking, our car. It was fab, Tart. Great live band, a good food if you chase the sun around the outside area. Right. One afternoon, we sat on five different tables during a very late lunch. <laughs> what were you doing down in the town during the afternoon, I hear you say? Did you say that? Well, yeah. Well, what what were you doing I... down in the town during the afternoon? I'll tell you what, let's just... We'll do a bit of role play. <laughs> okay. I'll be Caro, all right? right. All right, we'll take your hand off my leg then. Yeah, okay, go on then. Uh, one, a- one afternoon, we sat on five different tables during a very late <laughs> lunch. Did you? And what were you doing down in the town that late in the afternoon? Well, it's a long, long story, Paul, involving the night before beer, vodka and a cook. And a policeman, someone who owns part of a major high street store, and a guy who chairs some hedge funds. Oh. Music and, well, you can probably make up the rest. Right. All good, clean fun, though, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, what were you doing with the badger? Well, as you might know, Paul, I have a fetish for badgers, and <laughs> I used to wear one until I was a little boy. <laughs> have we gone off script here? We have a little bit now, Paul, yes. <laughs> All right, can you stop being Karen and could just scare <laughs> okay, me? Okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I bet she's laughing her head off now. I can hear her laughing. Yeah. She's that sat next door. With a, yeah, in a sweary sort of laughing. No, way. no, she will be laughing, trust good me. Stuff, good stuff. <laughs> um, let us know what you think of the impression, Karen. <laughs> it wasn't seamless. It went from being sort of a northerner to quite an old man northerner, <laughs> didn't it? But uh, do you know what? Like Sitting Barry. here, if I close my eyes, you'd think I was Barry. Caro. <laughs> 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 Caro. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, it's a laugh, isn't it? What is that noise in that the back? Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> Um, so we've got um, we've got other stuff coming up. Do, hey, did you hear about this uh, MTG Gox thing? MTG Gox finding two hundred thousand million billion missing bitcoins. No, I didn't. You well, going to tell me about it? Apparently, bankrupt Japanese firm MTG Gox said in a filing that it's found two hundred thousand lost bitcoins. The firm said it had found the bitcoins worth around one hundred and sixteen million dollars in an old digital wallet under a suitcase and a potato from 2011. <laughs> or was that from the Black Adder? <laughs> if Jonathan's listening, he'll appreciate that. Uh, that brings down the total number of bitcoins the firm lost down to 650,000 from 850,000. MT Gox, formerly the world's largest bitcoin exchange, filed for bankruptcy in February after it said it had lost thousands of bitcoins to hackers. MT Gox is certain... Old format wallets which were used in the past and which MT Gox thought no longer held any bitcoins, said Mr. Gox, chief executive. Mark Capellis in the filing. Mark. Oh, chief executive Mark Capellis in the filing. However, on March the 7th, 2014, MT Gox confirmed that an old format wallet which was used prior to June 2011 held a balance of approximately 200,000 bitcoins. Mr. Carpelis said the firm moved the found bitcoins to offline wallets on the 14th and 15th of March so that they could not be targeted. Oh. It is the equivalent of finding a uh, biscuit tin full of cash under your bed, isn't it? It is really, except this is electronic, isn't it? Which it makes is. it scary. I know. Scary uh, Mary. All right, okay. Right. Yeah, I'm yeah, fine. Yeah, okay. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> shuffling papers shuffling around. Shuffling papers. Makes me Please, can good. I tell you about this dilemma thing now? Go on, do you want me to do that go on, the news? Yeah, go on then. Because Hopefully, I want to know what you'll be off then. I want to know it's after the news. <coughs> I mean, on. I mean, reading that news. Oh, go on then. So this is what I know. What you do? Okay. So I was. I had a flight recently. Yeah. 
On a and plane? I, yeah, on a plane. Okay. I know if you do the same thing. If someone's in your seat, I always... I used to just Punch go, oh, fine, in the you stay where you are, but... Oh, right. This guy was in a window, I like a window seat, because I get a bit claustrophobic. Anyway, yeah. and I sort of said to him, I'm really sorry, that's my seat, can you move? And he sort of went, oh, yeah, no, that's fine, sorry, I'll move, you know. Yeah. So that, that was fair enough. Yeah. Uh, he said, I'm going to probably sleep anyway. And I thought, yeah, that's fine. So I got it, he got out, got into the window seat. Anyway, after about, um... Do you have to sit by the wings? I, w- I was outside on the wing. <laughs> no, do you have yeah. to sit by the wings, though? No, I don't mind that. Don't no. sit at the back, because no. if the tail I know, snaps I know, off. I know, anyway, uh, mi- crash head into a mountain. <laughs> no. <laughs> So anyway, he moved, he moved, and then straight away put in some earplugs and a sleep mask, um, and went straight to sleep in about three minutes, just wow. like that, bang out. The flight yeah. was about two and a half hours. Yeah. Anyway, after 15 minutes, I'm sitting, and I thought, God, I need the toilet. Oh, you I to really need to, to climb over him. So he's asleep at this point, and I thought, I've just made a fuss, made him move, I can't now wake him up after 15 minutes and say, I'm sorry, can you get out? Because you weigh in go- a bottle? <laughs> <laughs> Let me finish. Oh. <laughs> so anyway, I thought, oh, I can't do that. So anyway, I thought... I'll hang on for a bit. He'll wake up soon. An hour later, he's still asleep. <laughs> right, but at this point, my bladder is in pain, right? So and he's still completely out. I thought, I can't... You know, you kind of get that fidgety and you can't get comfy. Anyway, and they, they come around with the drinks trolley. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, being the tight old devil I am, I can't not have a free drink. No. So they give me... So they one drink, yeah, yeah. And I, th- and I put it, and I thought, I can't drink that. I'm already in pain and bursting. So I put it in the seat pocket in front of me. I thought, I'll have it later. That's, this is all sort of fine. Anyway, two hours later... Have you late- written this down? Yeah, because it's... I, 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 right <laughs> where that's why I'm reading it from here. <laughs> anyway, two, I wrote it down afterwards because I thought this would be quite funny. I want to know what you do. Two hours in. Two hours later, oh. he's still asleep. By this point, I'm doing a, that little song and dancing to myself. I climbed over him. Jiggling about. Well, he's fast. He was a tall guy as well. Couldn't have got in. Anyway, trying to take my mind off the plane. And now I'm thinking, oh, God, I'm thirsty as well. And my mouth is all dry because the plane's dry. Oh, don't, I'm getting stressed listening <laughs> to this. <laughs> Still fast asleep. But he's moved a couple of times. I thought, <clears throat> he's going to wake up. He's, yeah. He's going to make up in a minute. Anyway, and I thought, oh, I better, I'm going to have a drink anyway because I'll be all right. Pour the drink in. Oh. There was a gin and tonic into the gl- plastic cup. I realised by putting the plastic cup in the sp- seat pocket, I've split it. <gasps> so now I've got this glass full of gin and tonic that's starting to come out all over the table, oh, all over my lap. no. Man's fast seat next to me. <laughs> 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 anyway, I think, so anyway, I did the only thing I could do, because I don't want to waste a drink. Take all I your clothes the, off. Down oh. the whole line one. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he's still asleep at this point. I'm now full of gin and tonic. Oh, <laughs> I'm getting a tight chest and pains <laughs> in my left arm. Anyway, so I resort then to accidentally elbowing him. Oh my god! <laughs> coughing really loudly in an effort to wake him up, and he still would not wake up. He went dead. No, 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 oh. no, no. So by this point, I'm sitting there. I've now got my belt and my trousers oh, done don't, as far don't. as I can. Oh, oh, in no. effort, I'm thinking. I'm looking at the little gin bo- bottle, and I'm thinking, can I pee into that oh, with a, under my coat? I would have. I thought, can I climb over him? I thought, I can't. If I climb over him and he wakes up, there's this man with one leg either side of his lap with his trousers and belt undone. Yeah. That's going to worry him a bit. It won't worry me. <laughs> I've, I've been out with you before. <laughs> I, I thought, I can't climb over him. That's like just too high risk, isn't it? Can you yeah, wake up? yeah. But I was in such agony at this point. Um, anyway, in the end, I just had to wake him up. We were about half an hour. He'd slept. Why the couldn't whole you climb lot. over him? Because he was quite tall and what? the seat's quite. Yeah, it's a leg room, then it's... Uh, if I'd have caught, I couldn't have got over him without, in some way, my inner thigh coming into contact with his legs. Yeah, well, you're all friends by that point. It I know, have mattered, but it? I've got my belt and my trousers undone because I can't stand any pressure on my waist, which is so agonising. Anyway, eventually I had to wake him up, and I just, oh, we were about half an hour from then. I said, I'm, I'm really sorry, but I've I got to get out. 
And he went, um, yeah, all right. And that was it. And if you'd have done that two hours earlier, you'd both be having another one by that time. I could have gone everything. back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And then I spent the last 20 minutes uh, of the flight in the toilet. <laughs> oh, just in case. Because I was just so... Once you've let it go, um, once you've split the stop. scene, you, that's, you couldn't can't stop. stop. So there you go. So that's you'd have woken him up then, would I'd you? I'd have woken him up. I'd immediately. have woken him up. I don't know. Because what you've described is just the... There's such the British thing to do, isn't well, it? Well, I know, I and know. It's, um, no, I, know. I, was sit- I was sitting there an hour and a half thinking, you idiot, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. I was getting so stressed about it. But then it. you think about it more and you're like, well, I'll just another five minutes. Five minutes. Oh, maybe another five minutes will be okay. I know, and, and I know. And, and then he, was, that, so. he moved a couple of times. I thought, oh, God, he's waking up. And, and then, then this uh, accidental elbowing. And I tried bouncing up there in the ceiling uh-huh. to try and wobble his seat so he'd wake he's up. He's probably having like sort of a, a dirty dream over that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably worse. Oh, dear, I feel stressed now myself. And do you know what? I need the toilet again now. I do as well. Story. We've had some more emails in. We've had one from MDF saying, I have an SF-1000 Superfighter, uh, okay. which is comparable. Okay. Or is it comparable? Uh, comparable. Okay, and <laughs> one in from Caro with the subject of ha, ha, ha. Uncanny for a moment there. I thought I was there with you. Like then I realised I haven't quite perfected being in two places at once. That's for next week. He, he. CX. CX. 500. Oh, no, that was a motorbike. Oh, no, yeah. C, as in Caro, and oh, X, as in she kiss. loves me. Kiss. She's only oh. human, isn't she? She right. has to, to be fair. So I know Mark's guitar is red as well. It's the colour of it, that. It looks like my guitar, one of my guitars. Ah. Haven't I mean, you got a Flying V? No, I've got a Gibson Explorer. Well, what's the... Didn't you have a... Fly, is that a base of Flying V? No, Flying V is You the, had one, though, didn't you? No, that's Explorer, the weird-shaped one. What, the one that's like a V? No, that's the Flying V. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard it too on Guitars RS today on Absolutely 700. right. It's time for an ad break, and then we're going to play a very nice song for Barry afterwards. What's it going to be, Bar? Um, Ebenezer Good. It certainly sure. is on 7FM. You're listening to The Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, Barry Kirby, and Paul Ryan Alcock on 7FM. 7FM. When you're on holiday, partying in clubs, on the beach, even on the streets is great. But on your hotel balcony, not so great. Especially if you've had a drink. To hear from Jake, who was lucky to survive, go to fco.gov.uk slash Jake. This is part of a joint FCO app to travel safety campaign. Do you like quality music? Do you like a wide range of music? You do? good well i suggest you listen to me peter street every thursday evening from eight for two hours of top quality music as i open the music box music new and old some familiar and some not so familiar covering over six decades of glorious music make it a date this thursday here on 7fm from 8pm it's time for the music box to advertise on 7fm email us at radio at 7fm.com simon Lila. Simon. Isla. Simon. Isla, how are we supposed to have a romantic evening when your music video keeps buffering? Our relationship deserves better. It deserves BT Infinity. Another cheese ball? The BT Broadband Sale is now on. And with fibre optic BT Infinity at £7.50 a month for the first six months, why wait? £15 monthly from month 7 plus BT line fifteen ninety nine a month. Limited coverage. Offer ends 13th March. New customers. 18 month term. 20 gigabits usage. Payable by direct debit. Six ninety five delivery. £30 activation. Terms apply. Simon. Isla. Simon. Isla. Naughty, very naughty. 
great face And he goes by the name of Ebenezer Good His friends call him Ezer and he is a main geezer And he vibe like the place like no other man could He should find, he's sublime, he makes you feel fine But very much maligned and misunderstood But if you know Ezer, he's a real crowd pleaser He's ever so good, he's Ebenezer Good You see that he's mischievous, mysterious and devious When he circulates amongst the people in the place Once you know he's fun, a something of a genius He gives a grin that goes around face to face to face Backwards and then forwards, forwards and then backwards Ezer is a geezer, he loves to muscle in That's about the time the crowd has shout the name of Ezer He's contrived in the corner laughing by the base bin Lovely. Fantastic song. If you're not dancing around with your uh, waffles, then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a brilliant song that is, isn't it, eh? Did, did you think people notice our little live inter- interjection? Yeah, I hope so. We got uh, got some texting from Ian. Um, he, I, I just need to see my phone again, unfortunately. So, he's come back with... Um, you lot sound like you're having a right laugh. It's the old Andy Clark back. Nice to hear. That's nice, isn't it? I'm on the floor laughing, he's saying. Oh, good. And, and then he said, he's given us a suggestion what to do on My the plane. My next flight-related toilet incident. Yeah, I won't actually read the word out he's <laughs> okay. used, but it's, uh, I'll, I'll do a little translation to okay. pee in the sick bag, which I think is a really good I idea. I never thought, but that, you know, there's a problem with that. It would come out. The sick bag is quite it. a oh, tall no. bag. I'd have to stand up to do that. That's going to look really silly in it. And, and because of your problem, you'd have to... You, would you fit it in, probably? <laughs> probably. <laughs> I'd have to have stood up and mm. put, kind of cover myself up in my coat, but I never thought of that. 
It says here, have they got have they got annoyed with being called hangers on? Laugh, 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 laugh at Lou. Oh, someone else knows it. <clears throat> and also, he's saying, I'm listening to the show and watching my ride out up to the Mulverns on his HD headcam on the bike with raw music. It's cool as you like, not half bait. It is, mate. Cool. Yeah, we should get him in here one uh, one weekend, shouldn't we? Really, and talk stuff. Yeah, when well, he's like us, he's the same as us three. So what insane? Yeah, clearly. crazy, crazy mofo. <laughs> Uh, we got an email from... Uh, can I say that? It's fine, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got an email from um, Mark Faraday saying, The red one is my son's Strat. My yam is natural maple body with oh. rosewood fretboard. I stand corrected. Oh, he sounds like me with Said telephones, doesn't he? the man in the orthopedic stream. <clears throat> yes. Alan Partridge. Alan Partridge. <laughs> Dan! Dan! <laughs> Yo, this is Alan Partridge. Oh, that was good. <laughs> oh, God, one bad, was good, it? Good, good, good. Well, yo there... <clears throat> Yowza, Alan Partridge here. A little bit of a keystick shot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yowza. I'm going to practice that one offline. Oh. <laughs> offline. <laughs> Someone <laughs> power him down after the show, do they? <laughs> along with, uh, along with me. Oh, right, they're taking splendid tablets to name. Oh, yeah, Terry Wogan. Terry Wogan. Yeah. That's not Terry Wogan. That's <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Wogan would say. Go on, then. Let's do the newspaper, shall we? Oh, uh, no, we're not going to no, do the no, newspaper. No, you want to talk about Hake. We want to talk about everyone's talking about Hake. Oh, oh <laughs> sorry, sorry. Did I hit you with you my You might have mouth? to explain what just happened then. Right. What I did is I lifted my hands up in excitement to say everyone's talking about hate. <coughs> Banged the microphone that Paul's got into his mouth. Yes, That's a very different type of acoustic shock. <laughs> it didn't hurt you very much. Yeah, he's just got the one eye now. That sounded like Alan Partridge, didn't it? It did. Yo, go on then. That was a bit. Sorry, I just recovered from the fact you've just walloped me in the face with a microphone. Sorry well. about that. I'm breathing. You love it, really? Yes. <coughs> right. Fish. Hake. Have your hake and eat it. Mm. The voice of the UK fishing industry and one of the country's leading seafood chefs, Mitch Tonks, have joined forces to encourage restaurants and retailers in East Anglia to put hake on the menu after finding it to currently be the UK's most sustainable fish. The campaign comes as new research reveals that a third of people in the East, 33% in fact, eat fish at least once a week, and a fifth, 18% to be specific, eat it around three times a week. Yet most of us rarely stray from the st- seafood staples of cod, haddock and salmon. The natural... F- uh, natural... <laughs> oh, let's can we just... Can we just... Cut oh, that I was going so well at that point, yeah, Barry loves the devil. <laughs> yeah. The National Federation of Fishermen's Organisations, better known as the NFFO, which represents fishermen in England, Wales and Northern Ireland, has joined forces with leading seafood chef, as we've just heard from Paul, food writer and restaurateur Mitch Tongs to launch a series of free recipe cards and encourage the British public to consider hake in their diet after crowning it the UK's most sustainable fish. Hake was named the UK's current sustainable champ- sustainability champion after the NFFO conducted an evaluation of stock and catch data against a criteria of 10 industry sustainability markers. Hake, against very sti- stiff competition from other species, currently meets more of the standards than any other species. Ah, it's true. Despite the popularity of fish as a healthy food source, NFO research shows many fish eaters have never tried some of the UK's most sustainable fish speeches. Species. Speeches? <laughs> like seahorse or urchin. <laughs> Stop making up bits. Stop I thought you mustn't bits. do that. Around half of people surveyed in the East had never tried hake. 61% or pollock. 45%. Whilst two-thirds, 68%, had never tried coley. Isn't that a place in the Forest of Dean? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Reasons given by people in the East for not trying alternative types of fish include not knowing how to prepare it, 14%. NFO, NFFO's chairman, Barry Davis, Mitch Tonks, one of the... Oh, no, hang on. Hang uh, on. Barry Davis and Mitch Tonks, yeah, one of UK's leading seafood, tells us more. Music and news for South Gloucester. 7 
My name's uh, Barry Dees and I'm Chief Executive of the National Federation of Fishermen's Organisations. I'm Mitch Tonks, I run uh, the Seahorse Restaurant and Rockfish Restaurants on the South Coast. The reason we've teamed up with Mitch Tonks is uh, to focus on, on hake, but because hake really ticks all the boxes in terms of sustainability criteria. Uh, and we really think that people should, should know about this. I mean, in, in truth, we could have um, picked any of a, of a dozen species, you know, haddock, coley, plaice, mackerel, monkfish, cod. They're all um, heading in the right kind of direction in terms of uh, sustainability. Um, but we decided to focus on hake because um, there's been a 49% increase in the quota uh, this year, which kind of recognises uh, that the stock is, is going in the, in, in the right direction. And as well, it's an excellent uh, fish to, to eat. So uh, we thought this would be a, a strong initiative to, to, to bring it to the public's attention. Well, you know, I think that our uh, British fishermen get a, uh, a raw deal and uh, we've got a fantastic fishing industry and all we ever hear are doomsday scenarios. So when you've got uh, great recovery in the fish and you've got hake that have, you know, quotas increased by 49% and it's a brilliant product, uh, I'm just really happy to, uh, to communicate that sort of news. I think people are uh, a little bit put off uh, eating hake and other species that they're not very sure of. I mean, I think there's a certain innate conservatism. Remember that um, not so long ago when the uh, Spanish were devouring monkfish and, and prawns, uh, we were throwing it over the size as, as, as trash fish. Um, so I think there's a little bit of, of, of catching up to do there. Um, I think also there's a little bit of fear about how to treat uh, hake, how, species like hake, how to cook it, and, and that's why we think um, teaming up with Mitch is, is a really good idea. Hake is really simple to cook, uh, as, with, as with most fish, and uh, for home cooking I would just get yourself a piece of foil, um, brush it with butter, put the hake on top, add a little bit of thyme, some salt, some pepper, um, fold up the sides, splash in some olive oil and wine, turn your oven up to maximum and give it about eight minutes. And uh, while it's in the oven, shave a little bit of fennel nice and thin, toss it in lemon juice and olive oil, open up your parcel of fish and enjoy the two things together. Delicious. You can find out more at nffo.org.uk uh, where you'll, there are recipe cards that will tell you all about how to uh, cook hake the Mitch Tonks way. So we just had a very quick, uh, a very quick email from Mark Faraday that's saying the best way to sustain fish is to stop eating the them, <laughs> the poor them. Do you know the thing I love about this show? One Go minute on. we're talking about weeing into sick bags on a plane, <clears throat> and the next thing we're having an in-depth conversation about fish and sustainability. Very it's true. All... Did we actually mention the weeing into sick bags on air? Yeah. We oh, did. Okay. I, I think so. That's what that red light is on up there. Yeah. Oh, there. I've, I've always wondered if yeah. flashes on and off quite it, a lot. It does, yeah. it does. That explains why you're always talking rubbish while it's on. Do you know we've only got ah. seven minutes to go, so very quickly we need to talk about uh, the front pages today and, and Kate Bush as well. So uh, it's in the papers today on the 21st of March, Malaysian jet final messages, TV licence Dodger block and Kate Bush in the papers. The mission missing Malaysia Airlines plane continues to generate headlines. The Daily Telegraph has obtained a transcript of its exchanges with air traffic control and says it shows there were two potentially odd moments. It also carries news of a denial from the spokesman for late fashion designer L. Ren Scott that her business was in trouble. The Daily Mirror says the 54-minute transcript of the pilot's exchanges on missing Malaysia Airlines flight MH370 suggests it could have been hijacked in the vital seconds between the handover from Malaysian to Vietnamese airspace. 
The sanctions taken out by the US after Moscow's annexation of Crimea is starting to hit some of Russia's wealthiest oil oligarchs. Ooh, that's a good one. Reports the Financial Times. Foreign banks and investors have scrambled to reassess their dealings in Russia, it says. And television viewers who fa- fail to pay the licence fee face having their BBC channels blocked under plans considered by ministers, reports the Times. The move comes as MPs start to debate scaling down the offence to a civil matter. The Daily Mail also concentrates on the potential changes to the offence of non-payment of a TV licence. It suggests the move means the abolition of the licence fee has come a step closer. And the cholesterol-reducing drugs statins are the focus of The Guardian's front-page story. It reports the comments of a leading academic that doctors who worry about the safety are creating a misleading level of uncertainty that could lead to the loss of lives. The Eye also leads with a medical story. Claimed by the British Medical Association chairman that the coalition is putting patient care and the future of the NHS at risk. Changes to pension rules in the budget could lead to a buy-to-let boom and a 30% rise in house prices in the next few years, says the Daily Express. Experts are warning pensioners may use cash from their investment pot to buy a property and live off the rental income, it says. The Daily Star reports that six new actresses are set to join Coronation Street after Michelle Keegan leaves the stove. And uh, real-life <laughs> real news about other TV personalities make the front page of The Sun. It reports that model and presenter Kelly Brook is to marry former Gladiator, tor- uh, Gladiator Tornado after a whirlwind romance. Oh, and that is your front pages today on the 22nd of March. I nearly said the 21st because it says 21st, but that was yesterday. Yeah, my mum's birthday. Was so it? 112th. And Janine's birthday yesterday. Oh, said. they both had the same birthdays. They did, born the same year. Let's talk about Kate Bush very quickly then. Who wants to do that one? Well, what's she doing? Bottom page. Bottom. Oh, I'll do it. Go on then. Because I like her. Go on. I'm doing it quickly. I'm in front of my glasses. Oh, here we go. Ad lib for a bit. Okay, there was a young man from Paulinus. <laughs> so, why did Kate Bush never tour after 1979? I don't know. Tell us why, Paul. Well, why did not Kate Bush tour again after 1979's Tour of Life? And what can we expect from her new shows in 2014? Kate Bush played her last full live concert on 14th of May 1979. That's amazing to think that. Mm-hmm. Now, 35 years later, she has made her fans go, wow. Wow. That was a good album. Absolutely. With a surprise announcement, she will play 15 shows at London's Hammersmith Apollo in August and September. Bush, now 55, will be back on stage with a show called Before the Dawn. The choice of venue is significant. It was the same place, then known as the Hammersmith Odeon, that the six-week Tour of Life drew to a close all those years ago. The Tour of Life was a lavish stage show, featuring songs mainly from Bush's two first studio albums, The Kick, Inside and Lionheart. I should be going to that, definitely. Really? Can we? Let's get a 7FM trip and an interview with her. I think we should. Do you know what the time is now, guys? It's time to go. It's time to go. Oh. We'll be back next week, just me and Baz, I think. Yeah. Maybe Caro if she's about, but not if not, me, Paul, me. ring in. Have fun without me. Bye. I can bring a friend in. Bye. Bring a friend. Okay. Okay. Yes. Bye. Special friend.
across Gloucester and around the world at 7fm.com and 7fm.com.